Hi, Jade. So today, uh, I mean, I picked the topic and mm. I wanted to talk about cyberbullying. I wanted to get your thoughts on it. Um, cyberbullying, okay. I, I, this is one of those topics that has always been on headlines. I always feel like there's a lot of... Um, I don't know. I feel it's uh, hyped up. Too, too hyped up. Ooh, yeah. Hyped up? Yeah. Before we begin, let me clarify that. I, I, do, I do not think that cyberbullying is a trivial matter. I, I do understand that there are victims and, and, and it's important. I just don't think that... Um, I don't think there's a lot of statistics that actually prove that cyberbullying is um, a lot more harmful than traditional bullying. Uh, so I think that's the main thing. I think a lot of media just use it as a headline because it's quite clickbaity. La. So the second thing is that I feel like the, the focus of the whole problem is in the wrong place. It's not about cyberbullying. It's about the way young kids use social media. So in general, that's how I feel. Uh, what about you? I think you're more, <laughs> you don't see eye to eye with me, right? Yeah, I mean, okay. I think there are two parts to this, right? So for the first one, I, I, let me give you a bunch of stats, okay? So Singapore actually ranks among the, the top again for cyberbullying. It's actually been found that it's linked to self-harm, especially among the young in Singapore. For example, like I think in 2018, three in four youth said they have been cyberbullied and only 3% told their parents. In Australia, cyberbullying has increased 32% just over the past decades. And the scary thing is that cyberbullying uh, is found to be the cause of at least three suicides per week in children aged between 5 and 17 years old. Mm. In Australia, it's quite scary. Across all ages, just it's estimated that it's responsible for up to 10 suicides a week which is wow 750 suicides in a year i think the problem is just that i mean especially now with covid right but even before the world turned upside down especially the way kids are like i think there's just a lot more opportunity to cyber bully than to bully someone in school I mean, in school, like, I remember there were always bullies. There really were always... Yeah, there really always is bullies, right? I mean, have you, have you been bullied? I'm, I, I have. No, uh, I've watched people being bullied. Oh, you I are the bully. Me. No, <laughs> I was from a girl's school. So in a girl's school, right, like, if you... I, I felt... I think subconsciously, I felt very strongly, like, there's a strong chance that anyone could be bullied. Mm-hmm. So I made it very clear from the start. Like, I mean, the sort of image or impression I put out is like, you shouldn't mess with me. I get that very strongly from you. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. I'm glad it has reached uh, the point where even in my 30s, you feel that from me. But yeah, that that was like, I feel like in a girl's school, you have to proactively make it very clear that you are not to be trifled with and then Mm. people wouldn't touch you. But I did see... I think everywhere. I don't think it's just a girl's school thing. I think I'm from a mixed school and I think if you put yourself out to be (laughs) bullyable... (laughs) <laughs> then you will probably get bullied. La. I'm from a quite a rough yeah, neighborhood school. There are some kids in school that I was very upset that they got bullied because I didn't feel like they were... I mean, there are some people who are like very annoying and then you think yeah. those people like might be the target. But some mm. people are really like... They just sway off. <laughs> yeah, then they mind their own business and yeah. then for some reason they get picked on. And to me, it's yeah. like, why? They're not offensive at all. In fact, mm. like I said, they're very quiet kids. But maybe just sway la, like you said. So when we talk about traditional bullying, we are talking about like people like basically pushing you in the corner or calling you names, putting you down, playing pranks on you, pulling your hair. I mean, stuff like that, right? Uh, Sometimes it it, it escalates to like uh, beating you up or slapping you or, you know, stuff like that. That, That's what happened in, in, that's what I considered uh, shaming, constantly shaming like in school. So that's traditional um, bullying. How would you categorize like cyber bullying? Uh, Let me give you a few examples maybe that might be a better way. And also we can at the same time uh, talk about how like some people really got affected by bullying. 
for example, just in Singapore, we had like Janelle Oi. She was an mm. ex-influencer, so she had her sex tapes mm. uh, leaked online. Christabel Chua also had sex tapes uh, leaked online, which is bad enough to have a sex tape leaked. Uh, leaked online but like for Kikula she went on to publicly talk about how she actually receives hate mails mm. even to this day I think this this sex tape thing happened maybe a couple of years ago <laughs> right there's another Singapore victim which this one I even more I don't understand why Monica Bay she was yeah. the victim of a peeping Tom incident so she was very upset with what the school did she was from NUS and it was mm-hmm. one of those cases where the perpetrator was let off very easily she tried to advocate for a harsher punishment on sex offenders mm-hmm. Uh, specifically when it's done on campus, you know, for undergrads and stuff. And she mm. has received hate mail till today. And I don't get it. Like, unless all these hate mail is coming from, like, other sex offenders. But then, of course, like, overseas, there are, like, K-pop stars. Like, uh, Sobi mm. was uh, wrongly identified in a sex video that went viral. And the worst thing is, it's wrongly identified. And then she got cyber insults. So, I'd say, to answer your question, cyberbullying is uh, insults, hate mail. Well, Siya is a very controversial person, right? Because yep. a lot of people think she's a cyber bully. But let's just talk about the fact that she gets a lot she's of cyber bully and cyber bullet. <laughs> In a way. I don't know, like, I see some of the stuff that is written on her social media and, and this is funny for me to say because you're sure to laugh if I say I'm sensitive, but I think it would be quite hard for me to go on if I received that amount of hate mail. Yeah, I mean, it's like, personally, I don't get a lot. I just get mm. people commenting. You don't get a lot? I'm surprised. <laughs> yeah, I feel- Really? I don't, you know. I mean, I really okay. don't. I consider myself lucky. Like, the most that I've gotten, and even that sort of small amount, right? My mom gets really oh. upset. Like, usually commenting about my body for some reason. Like, either too fat or too thin. Like, mm. wow, you put on weight. Or, wow, you're so skinny. Do you not eat? Are you anorexic? Like, stuff yeah. like that. Uh, so, I think similar to um, cyber, uh, to normal uh, in real life bullying and harassment, mm. it really is how you as the victim or the receiver takes it. So like for me, comments about my weight is like, uh, whatever lah, you know, honestly, that's like, it doesn't really bug me. But maybe if like every single post I put someone comment on my weight, I might get more affected. Mm. I, I really think like it's what really affects you and people just say mean stuff lah, you know, yep. and I think it's, I think it's pretty serious. Maybe Andy, you'd like them thick skin lah. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not. I, I'm not. I, I, I do get quite affected. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. what sort of comments do you get like? that you consider cyberbullying? A lot. I don't really consider them cyberbullying. I'm just like people are being people, right? And then, I mean, people are really, I mean, there are more mean people than nice people in the world anyway, to begin What's with, that? number one. I, okay, that's how I feel. Number two, online, you don't even have, you don't even need to pretend because you're anonymous, right? So you have no accountability. So people are going to be even worse. So for me online, I just try not to read it. Like recently, you know, my friend passed away. <clears throat> yeah. So like my friend Alien passed away and then like uh, I was well, I was watching the live stream uh, on the, basically they're trying to get the news. Lah. You know, they're waiting outside the police office waiting for the news. And then it was on YouTube and then it was live and people were still like bashing him. Yeah, like saying things like, oh, it's not important. Why are you giving your attention? And then like, oh yeah. And making jokes like way too early. I mean, then I was, I couldn't, I couldn't take it. I, I, sh- I shut down the, the page very quickly. Um, but I mean, so I, what I'm saying is that I know people are horrible and I know people are mean and I know people are going to try and bully you and take advantage of you. But that's life, right? 
I mean, to me, if you ask me as an adult, that's life. It's, it happens. Okay. So, I mean, a lot of the vast majority of the victims that you talk about, like sex tape victims, I, really those I, I really, really emphasize because it's really of no fault of their own and people are unnecessarily mean. Sometimes it feels like to the females, especially. Um, it feels horrible. That to me, I feel it's really quite devastating. But if you are talking about like, if you are a person, you're an artist or like you're just an everyday person and people say mean stuff, that's part and parcel of the world and especially of the internet. So, just don't read them, lah. I feel. I mean, easier I mean, said than done, like, but you need to kind of build up a defense, like a psychological, mental health defense against these people because in the end, they don't mean anything, right? There is damage done to you anyway, every day anyway. So you have to kind of learn to deal with it, right? I, I don't know. Is it very um, bigger, bigger tree of me to think like that? Just to give you some examples of people who have taken their lives mm. due to cyberbullying, yeah. that kind of makes it really obvious that this is, this is a real problem. So, okay, one is Tyler Clementi. So, he came out as gay because uh, a friend filmed him and his boyfriend kissing through the friend's uh, webcam. And then he got a lot of bullying and a lot of hate yep. for coming out as gay and he took his life. Another very sad one is Hannah Kimura. So, she's a pro wrestler and the star yeah. of a show. Yeah, so what Paris House, if I'm not wrong. People yeah. call her a gorilla. They criticize how dark she was, yeah. how unfeminine she was, and told her yeah. to go and die. And she was yeah. receiving up to 100 hate messages a day. She also took her life. Ruhara, who is, uh, I think this is quite a big one also, a K-pop star. People abuse of her appearance. Uh, people say she had plastic surgery and they also insulted her for suing her ex-boyfriend, even though this ex-boyfriend had abused her throughout the relationship of, mm-hmm. and was blackmailing her by threatening to release sex tapes. Huh. So, I mean, these are examples that cyberbullying is actually really quite... I mean, it's really... A it happens, uh, I'm sure. It happens a lot, I'm sure. It's really quite quite serious. Like. However, mm-hmm. however, I'm taking the point uh, into account two points that you made, right? One is that we do need to develop a certain resilience and I would, I would definitely agree with that. You know, the way I deal with it is either not read or I would delete or block yeah. I don't everyone has a way of doing it delete and block la, always but then you see I, I feel like like from what I told you already like I actually don't get a lot of yeah. hate and I'm very lucky to not actually have yeah. been really suffer bullet I think the period when I really was was maybe 2008 when the I was doing the I did the live show for the Beijing Olympics mm. right and then it was said that I said an expletive on, on oh TV. right yeah. you said yeah. <laughs> so the expletive aside, right? I mean, yeah. what actually really affected me beyond that was that people, of course, uh, had a lot of other things to say. I mean, people like you say would just be people. Also, some people yeah. were like, why is this person even hosting the show? I remember yeah. I was a really yeah, 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 you got quite a lot of like shit, yeah, then. like was- like really quite quite severe. But you should be lucky. I mean, you're kind of lucky because the internet is not like half as developed as it as it is like right now. I mean, but it, it still affected me to be honest mm. and. I was a very, very young and very green host at that time. Mm. So I'm already trying to struggle with the teleprompter and doing things live. And then yeah. I was getting insults like, it looks very stiff. She looks like a piece of wood and blah, blah, mm. blah. I mean, like stuff like that. Lah. So like you, how I dealt with it was I just stopped reading. Mm. I really, st- I guess I still had to go back to work no? after the incident. Yeah. But every night. Yeah. Lah. So like I still had like many, many nights to go. And I just stopped reading the comments because there was no point. Mm. I, I agree with you on developing mental resilience. So for me, mm. it's surrounding myself with people who are close to me and mm. just not paying attention to this crap. Lah. I feel like there are two forms. Like if you get attacked on a, like your looks, uh, the, the, the daily stuff that you do, you definitely need, uh, need to 
form some kind of a resilience. Uh, but there are like victims of um, incidents, accidents. And for example, like you, you said something and then something happened. In those critical period, right, I do think that the bullying can get too much uh, because there's only this much you can take, right? And there's only this, you need, how, how, how far can you run away? The internet is everywhere. So I feel that I feel more for the people that are going through like an episode rather than like the everyday, day-to-day. Because if you cannot even find a way to deal with day-to-day, then maybe you shouldn't even be on the internet. No? <laughs> right, then how? I guess the question then is, for mm. example, since you're a parent, what if one of your kids mm. was cyberbullied? Like, what would you do? Okay, this brings us into this huge other box that like yeah. we're going to open or not, which is... Yeah, which is, are we using the internet properly, right? Yeah, are we using the internet properly? Right, so okay, the first half that we have talked about so much, we are actually focusing a lot on adults, right? So I feel when you're an adult, uh, you're a normal, sound, healthy adult, you need to find ways to deal, uh, grow up, deal. To me, I'm quite oh, firm oh, when it comes to that. Yeah, I'm quite harsh when it comes to that. Like I yeah. said, again, if it's a day-to-day thing, you know, like if you don't like it, don't use it. You know, find, find another way or build yourself up before you. I, there's a lot of ways. There's a lot of ways online as well. I feel you need to, you are responsible to find a way to survive. That's your job, right? You have one job, survive. Mm-hmm. Try and survive, right? So, but when it comes to children, not very harsh, uh. <laughs> yeah. yeah okay then again i say that's day to day like if you are in a, in a particular episode then my heart goes out to you then it comes to the other point which is like what if it's my children that got uh-huh. cyberbullied right so this is actually my biggest issue with the whole thing i feel like more than a bullying problem it's actually a social media social media problem our brains are not fully developed until you're 25 Right. And do you even yeah. remember what you're doing when you are like 14, 13? You're just like you're I completely... do, but after studying psychology, I also yeah. learned that yeah, the brain doesn't stop developing until you're in your early twenties. Yeah. So like I feel that the age whereby uh, the internet that the children are having access to internet and social media specifically is way too early. I personally I know it's very hard to say. I know parents out there are gonna say, Oh, I think so easy, everybody has it. Uh, like some schools they even use it to communicate and stuff, which is why I say like we need to look into this and actually across the board set up some sort of regulations like and and harsh recommendation you're actually not allowed to have a social media account until you are 13. 13 to me is not it's not even like old, old enough i would say like before 13 you really shouldn't even have any any anything well, and then after, like, for example yeah. i don't know if it comes to you like one of your kids and says yeah. like you know like um, that everyone in school has it like, can I have... Yeah, uh, exactly. That's why I say, like, it should be yeah. the community and or even the government. I know I, I don't know whether it's something that the government should take care of, but like a, a higher body should come out and sort of give like a regulation uh, and everybody should follow it. They can be exposed to this stuff, but I feel like under supervision, like very strong supervision. Uh, you know, I don't throw my kids to watch YouTube when they are six years old and let them just browse whatever they want to, right? I choose what they are going to watch and I... I give it to them or I have a discussion with them of what they want to watch and if I agree, then I let them watch it, right? So I feel this kind of supervision is solely lacking when it comes to social media. I don't know why, but it really should be probably because social media is so new. In the past, right, if there's anything that is different between traditional and cyber bullying, right, is that if you go to school, you get bullied and then it's it's a shitty environment. But you get home and then most people will have their, their family, their siblings or their very close friends they talk to and then they kind of deal with it there and then it, you're not constantly in that crazy space whereby it's a slippery slope down like darkness. So mm. if, when you take away that, right, and you ha- the kid has access to internet 24-7, social media 24-7, that means they're always living in this dark space. I mean, I definitely agree with you, okay? Like, I'm not a parent, so it's a lot easier to say. Mm. But I see, like, my nieces starting on, like, having phones at primary three, primary four. Mm. And I see, like, I'm like, I mean, honestly, like, these are really, they're really kids and they're highly impressionable. 
Mm. Right. And I think that's why it affects them so much. I have mm. a friend's kid who is getting bullied and she is finding it quite hard to cope. And it's worse when you're going through that sort of I think like even the even like beyond like okay, so the stipulation is 13 for now, right? Mm. The so-called official. But nobody right? cares, lah. Yeah, nobody cares. 13, like I feel like 13 to 16, at least for a girl, are the hardest years because mm. you are really maturing and growing and trying to figure yourself out. And then if you're online and people are like saying crap about you, right? It's it's really, really quite hard to take, right? So I agree with you that the internet should be used in a different way. I mean, for, for the part about- Do you adults, think agree that it should be regulated to a certain degree? I don't know if that's the solution though. I would hate for the government to regulate our- Maybe like MOE can have like- I think um, Recommendation. <laughs> And then, uh, like people should, the, the schools will have to enforce uh, through that instead. I think the schools should definitely enforce because from what mm. I'm hearing in schools, like, let's just don't know even talk about thirteen and onwards. Mm. I hear primary schools, like the upper primary kids, are allowed to bring phones to school. Some for some schools, mm. if, I I don't know if I'm getting this right, but I think mm. so. So in other words, teachers know and they just kind of accept that these kids are gonna bring uh, phones in anyway. Mm. Yeah. Right. So I think um, I would like hate for it to be a government top-down initiative, mm. but I think that parents need to take a bit more responsibility. I mean, honestly, it's right? Very I know hard, like, it's really very hard because... You like, can't get bullied for saying this, but I feel like you want to have a kid, then it's such a huge commitment. Then really commit to like, you know, watching I, uh, kid. It's very hard to convince my kid not to when a class of like uh, 40 people, right? 37 of them has a phone or 37 of them have 24 hours uh, access to internet. I know of people that like the teachers are communicating to the students via WhatsApp. At, at like upper primary and stuff like that and to me it's it's a slippery slope la. It's, I, I, I'm not a big fan of that you know like or leaving messages on their Instagram and stuff like they shouldn't wa. you know like really really they are not ready for it you know and TikTok is just another like dark dark place like you so I, I, I don't know I feel very iffy when it comes to kids and children like you I remember right I, 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 when I'm an adult right young adult like 21, 22 I was just so confident and I, I think I'm like most good looking man in the world you know and, and it's oh, very delusional. very delusional and very blinded but it gave me so much confidence and all of that came from my parents constantly reaffirming me but how if you if the, the amount of time you spend with your parents right cannot defeat the amount of time you spend on social media so this reaffirmation of good stuff right becomes this affirmation of bad and shitty stuff so you grow up just being a very broken and 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 low self-esteem person and that's just not great for anybody and all the society right i agree with you but i don't agree with you on the method okay. like honestly parents come on like so your whole all your kids uh, didn't you get this line growing up? My mom used to tell me this, or maybe my parents mm. have very interesting her parenting. Mm. My mom used to say, just because everybody's doing it, so means you gotta do it. Just because everybody has it, so means you gotta have it. In this house, it's a no. I can tell you that, like, for a lot of things like curfew and all that, I had like stricter curfews than anyone. And yeah. my parents were very, they were very unsympathetic, okay, to the fact that, oh, but all my friends can stay out at 10 p.m. My mom's like, no, we come back by six. <gasps> six, really? Uh, yeah, I'm not even kidding, seriously. So, uh, like, and then so, but then I'm just saying, like, if you say, oh, all my friends have a handphone, because, like, you say 37 kids in class all have a handphone, so what? Be the one that says no. I mean, that, yeah. that's just me, like, I, I know it's easier said okay. than done as a parent yeah. when your kid whines about it every day, but I'm yeah. quite sure, like, I didn't just whine, but I fought my mom every day about curfew. She, like, stuck to it, like, mm. you know, I, I think that, like, be the one to say no. And if you want to have kids, right, be the, you've got to take a bit more time, like you say, like what you're doing with your kids, explaining, drawing out the boundaries and the lines, not just like, okay, here's your two hours of TV time, nah, or maybe you, you don't even have two hours, it's like your whole day, you just play with the phone. 
Mm. It's also because parents are lazy, they're tired and they don't want to have to deal with it. Yeah. We we are busy and we are tired. Like that I can tell you for right. sure. Parents, I would like to hear what you have to say and what you have to say in defense of uh, that. And okay. of course, I, I mean, I'm just going to give the PSA on what you should do if you're being cyberbullied. Number mm. one is don't respond. I would say that's the number one thing. I don't respond. At, at most, my response is uh, I block them. Right. Number two, you must know that the cyberbully just wants attention. Number three, try to keep evidence of the cyberbullying because if you want to go to the authorities next time, at least you have proof. And number four is get help, like talk to a friend, uh, talk to someone older, if you're a child or you're like, younger, like a counsellor or a trusted adult. There is actually a protection from Harassment Act. It's called POHA. Because in Singapore, we have uh, acronyms for everything. Yep. And it actually um, protects you from cyberbullying. It's a sort of like protection order. It protects you because it directs the harasser to stop the harassing behaviour and it kind of puts a stop to this hmm. uh, spread of harassing com- communication. Right. So actually the punishment is quite strict, you know. Uh, a breach will lead to criminal pos- prosecution and a prescribed punishment of up to $5,000 fine or okay. uh, imprisonment of 12 months or both. So, <laughs> I'm sure there are very, very malicious people who will really like definitely, go definitely. very far. And so it's good to be protected. I do agree with you, Andy, that like as adults, we should try to build our own mental resilience. So I think mm. we should always try to do that. But if you need to talk to someone and you don't know how to talk to a friend, uh, we'll put all the hotlines. There are hotlines that you can call mm. uh, just to talk to someone and maybe get advice on what to do next. Yep. So I think, I think there is help available. Please, uh, I just hope that people will seek the help and not take the drastic route. For kids, yeah, I also am curious to know what the parents think. Kids, I think is where I I, I really draw the line uh, when it comes to it. Can I also, before we end, right, recommend this documentary on Netflix called uh, The Social Dilemma. It's a very, very insightful documentary that tells us how social media is actually pulling us apart. These apps and machines, right, they are created by experts and professionals and have like millions and billions of dollars behind it. And they are not really tools. They are really just here to take our attention. And while they are doing that, they really split us apart and break us down. They have this whole segment when it talks about like how it affects the kids and how they are too young to, to actually deal with all that. I think it's very important for us to be very aware. We are in a time or an age whereby this highly unregulated Wild Wild West thing, right? It's getting out of control. And I think we all need to kind of put our foot down and say like some things need to change. Right? And I guess like I really wanted to do this episode just to raise awareness. Like the next time that you say you don't like something and you want to make a nasty comment or whatever, right? Honestly, think about the impact it might have on someone else, mm. right? And, and not just this person, but like, for example, like so some of the comments, my mom gets very affected, like, even though I don't, right? This person has like people who love them and I don't, I just think like, you know, can we just try to be kinder? No just use one lah. I mean, I mean, I love what you're trying to say, but honestly, no use one lah. Because these people that are really constantly bullying people, they are broken people. The people that will listen to your advice are not going to be the people that are bullying people out there. So there's no, okay. really... Yeah. I actually disagree with you because... Really? There are time, uh, yes, yes. Because there are times right, when something irritates me or annoys me, right? And I'm actually I'm actually tempted to leave some sort of... Like just a throwaway comment, you know? Like maybe something mm. insulting or something like, well, like, you know, something rude. You stupid. And I actually stop... Because I'm human too. I also get riled up by things. But yeah. I actually stop myself because I ask myself like, is this helping? Is this helping anyone? Like really, really mm. is it helping? And also that when you give it. out negativity, it affects you negatively as well. So why do you uh, want to hurt yourself? It's not worth it. Yeah. La. Don't la. Just unfollow and just don't look at this content if you don't like it. That's, mm. what, I, that's what I do now. Yeah, so unfollow Jade now. 
Shut up. <laughs> okay. okay, that's the end. Bye, guys. Mute her. Mute her. Okay, bye.